don't adjust that dial. Chip and Eric here. I'm gonna read some psalms to you today in the form of slam poetry. I don't know if Chip's waiting for me to actually do that, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Welcome back. Yep. I'm glad you're here. We're here. We're here every day for you. Every day. Every day we're here. You're probably getting sick of us by now. Yeah. Yesterday, David and Bathsheba. Uriah died. Um, and Solomon was born. Yeah, Uriah was set up. Yeah, he was set up. Set up for a takedown. And so, yeah, we continued. And uh, David defeated... Uh, the some of the Ammonites and some of the Philistines. And today we're going to read some more Psalms. Psalm Starting in Psalm 32, which in my Bible is printed, there's just one line on this first page. That's super annoying. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Cool. It's fine. Okay. Okay. So Psalm 32, a Psalm of David. Oh, what joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven, whose sin is put out of sight. Yes, what joy for those whose record of guilt has whose record the Lord has cleared of guilt, whose lives are lived in complete honesty. When I refused to confess my sin, my body wasted away and I groaned all day long. Day and night your hand of discipline was heavy on me. My strength evaporated like water in the summer heat. Finally I confessed all my sins to you and stopped trying to hide my guilt. I said to myself, I will confess my rebellion to the Lord. And you forgave me. All my guilt is gone. Therefore, let all the godly pray to you while there is still time, that they may not drown in the floodwaters of judgment. For you are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs of victory. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway of your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Do not be like a senseless horse or mule that needs a bit and a bridle to keep it under control. Many sorrows come to the wicked, but unfailing love surrounds those who trust the Lord. So rejoice in the Lord and be glad, all you who obey him. Shout for, jo shout for joy, all you whose hearts are pure. Okay, we're going to jump forward now. Psalm 51. Psalm 51 is for the choir director. It is a psalm of David regarding the time Nathan, the prophet, came to him after David had committed adultery with Bathsheba. Hmm. Have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love. Because of your great compassion, blot out the stain of my sins. Wash me clean from my guilt. Purify me from my sin, for I recognize my rebellion. It haunts me all day and night. Against you and you alone have I sinned. I've done what is evil in your sight. You'll be proved right in what you say. And your judgment against me, it's just. For I was born a sinner, yes, from the moment my mother conceived me. But you desire honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom even there. Purify me from my sins, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Oh, give me back my joy again. You have broken me. Now let me rejoice. Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence, and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Story to me the joy of your salvation and make me willingly obey you. Then I'll teach your ways to rebels, and they'll return to you. Forgive me for shedding blood, O God who saves. Then I'll joyfully sing of your forgiveness. Unseal my lips, O Lord, that my mouth may praise you. You do not desire a sacrifice, or I would offer one. 
You do not want a burnt offering. The sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and repentant heart, O God. Look with favor on Zion and help her. Rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with sacrifices offered in the right spirit, with burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will again be sacrificed on your altar. So we turn ahead to Psalm chapter 86. This is a prayer of David. He, he says, Bend down, O Lord, and hear my prayer. Answer me, for I need your help. Protect me, for I am devoted to you. Save me, for I serve you and trust you. You are my God. Be merciful to me, O Lord, for I am calling on you constantly. Give me happiness, O Lord, for I give myself to you. O Lord, you are so good, so ready to forgive, so full of unfailing love for all who ask for your help. Listen closely to my prayer, O Lord. Hear my urgent cry. I'll call to you whenever I'm in trouble, and you will answer me. No pagan god is like you, O Lord. No, none can do what you do. All the nations you made will come and bow before you, Lord. They will praise your holy name, for you are great and perform wonderful deeds. You alone are God. Teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may live according to your truth. Grant me purity of heart, so that I may honor you. With all my heart, I'll praise you, O Lord my God. I will give you glory to your name forever, for your love for me is very great. You have rescued me from the depths of death. O oh God, insolent people rise up against me. A violent gang is trying to kill me. You mean nothing to them. But you, O oh Lord, are a God of compassion and mercy, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. Look down and have mercy on me. Give your strength to your servant. Save me, the son of your servant. Send me a sign of your favor. Then those who hate me will be put to shame. For you, O Lord, help and comfort me. And then we move ahead to our last psalm of the day. This is Psalm 122. It's a song for pilgrims ascending to Jerusalem. This is a psalm of David. I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. And now, here we are, standing inside your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is a well-built city. Its seamless walls cannot be breached. All the tribes of Israel, the Lord's people, make their pilgrimage here. They come to give thanks to the name of the Lord, as the law requires of Israel. Here stand the thrones where judgment is given, the thrones of the dynasty of David. Pray for peace in Jerusalem. May all who love this city prosper. O Jerusalem, may there be peace within your walls and prosperity in your palaces. For the sake of my family and friends, I will say, may you have peace. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek what is best for you, O Jerusalem. Okay. Another quick one. Quickie today. Yeah. It was good, though. Yeah, there was some, a lot of good stuff in there. It's really enjoy the Psalms, this dialogue mm-hmm. between the psalmist and God. Yeah, and it's nice when you can read them in the context of what the heck's going on in the life at the time, you know? Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so what? Where's Jesus? Those are two questions we, we seek to answer each, each episode, each day. Kind of sets us apart from other Bible readers. And these are things the Lord impresses upon us as we're reading. Um, so I, I, I do want to mention, you know, create me a clean heart, oh God, renew a right spirit mm-hmm, within me. Mm-hmm. I, I just say, you know, I'll just, sometimes it's good to kind of let you into our world. So for me, Eric, that's kind of something I pray, I believe it's every day, you know, when I start my day and, um, 
give my day to God. I, I, I pray that he would create in me a clean heart and, and renew a right spirit within me. And that's mm-hmm. kind of with our so what today. All through these psalms that we read, there is some reference to a, a clean heart, uh, a pure heart, um, a right heart. And so purity and cleanness, um, uh, kind of living your life in a manner in the New Testament language, worthy of the gospel, where it's above reproach and above, above blame in the midst of a wicked and, and, and crooked generation. And so, um, you know, I was working with some potential elders last night, and we talked about uh, this issue in depth. I brought this up where I think, you know, in, in requirements for, for elders, and but also I think when you talk about you want to live and love, uh, live for Jesus and love Jesus and follow Jesus, I think it really starts with a pure heart and, mm-hmm. and living in a manner that's worthy of the gospel, above reproach, above blame. So if you live above reproach, above blame, then that leads to a pure heart. And I think many times, you know, what, when we don't do that, we, we sin, we will sin. When we don't have a pure heart, it will lead to sin. And when we sin, it produces um, guilt and shame. Yep. And that, that just muddies things up, mm-hmm. you know, and it gets really hard to see, it's hard to function, and it bogs you down. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've, I've lived that life, and it's a tough life to live. And many of you have lived it, and maybe you're living it now. And I would just say... What we're talking about last night at, at this gathering of the guys I was with is just find find ways to have a pure heart, above reproach, above blame, a clean and pure heart. And, and ways to do that is you spend every day in God's Word and you respond to it in prayer. So God talks to you through His Word. You talk to Him in prayer. Yep. He shows you sin. That prayer time is also a time of confession because yep. Nathan goes to David, tells him, David confesses it, He's now released of all this and set mm-hmm. free, even though there's consequences consequences that come in with it. But he's able to move on, move forward, and strive towards a pure heart because that's what God loved about him in the first place. Right. Yeah. You know, and he took his eyes off God. We take our eyes off God. We don't have a pure heart. We don't live above reproach, above blame, and we fall down. Then we have someone like Nathan or the Word of God through the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. comes along and says, "Hey." You know, you got to get get right with God. And so thank you for Jesus and what he's done and God's grace, mercy, and forgiveness. We confess that, and then he brings us back, mm-hmm. cleans us up, creates in us a clean heart, a right spirit. And then let's just go after that. You know, go after that. And so always try to be above reproach, above blame. Don't get caught in the fray and the craziness of, 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 of a confusing life by right. um, doing things that are not a part of God's will. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, with that, um, you know, you talked about guilt and shame in there. And that's something that's really big to me, too, having lived that life um, and still kind of struggling from time to time. Um, They were confused when David got up and brushed himself off and went and worshiped the Lord and went along with his life. Yeah. They were confused. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I think that, you know, the way that we accept the forgiveness of God might be confusing to other people. You know, like, I can't believe this person's not you know, ashamed or, you know, why, why are they, you know, why are they so quick to get over that? You know, well, we're supposed to, you know, it's not that we never feel bad about anything we ever do. It's that we fully accept the forgiveness and love of Christ and we don't, you know, we can move forward. So, uh, that's true. The kids and I, when I put them to bed at night, we sing, uh, just a couple lines from the song Dandelions by Five Iron Frenzy. And that song, uh, goes, Lord, search my heart, create in me something clean. Mm. And so we sing that every night. And, uh, 
Yeah, because I agree with you. I think that having a clean heart is where all of this really starts, you know, where, you know, and, and we, we can't have a clean heart without Christ. Um, and that goes to Psalm 51, purify me for my sins and I'll be clean, wash me and I'll be whiter than snow. Mm. Give me back my joy again. You've broken me. Now let me rejoice. Don't keep looking at my guilt, remove or my sins, remove the stain of my guilt and then create in me a clean heart. Oh God, renew a right spirit or a loyal spirit within me. Don't banish me from your presence and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. So what David is crying out for is something that we have so freely. This goes right with the so what, but it's also where's Jesus. Um, Jesus is our provision for those things, right? So uh, purifying from our sins, becoming clean, that happens through Christ, through justification and sanctification. Uh, Give me back my joy. We only experience true joy through Christ. Don't keep looking at my stains. We've been covered over by his righteousness. Mm -hmm. Remove the stain of my guilt. Same thing. Create me a clean heart um, and give your Holy Spirit or don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Acts 1.8, Jesus says the Holy Spirit's coming to be a part of this thing that you're now doing. Mm -hmm. And so all of these things are wrapped up and David is crying out. He wants, he needs, he he has a small vision of, but doesn't fully comprehend the plan of God to redeem humanity through Jesus. And so mm-hmm. one of Jesus's ancient ancestors, David, through this, this extreme failure, has found a little glimpse of the gospel. Yeah. And that's where Jesus is. Mm-hmm. And so if you're suffering, Very good. if you're at the bottom, yeah. um, you have not done anything I would assume, and even if you have, there's no limit to God's grace. You have not slept with a guy's wife, got her pregnant, tried to trick the guy into sleeping with her. And by the way, when the king decides to send for a woman to be brought to his house, to, it, it, it's rape. Like that is rape because she couldn't say no to this king, right? So you have not raped someone's wife, tricked someone into trying to sleep with his wife, and then you couldn't do that, so you murdered the guy, then you married the wife, then that baby dies, then you have another one. You have never done that, yet God purifies David from this. And so there is no room for shame. There is no room for guilt. David is, you know, a man after God's own heart. You know, think about that. Think about the grace in that. So uh, if you need that grace, it's free. You can have it. Um, All you have to do is take it. That's it. Except yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And, and, and there are going to be people that tell you out there that, you know, you know, God is just making me relive this to pay mm-hmm. me back. And it's mm-hmm. dependent. That's not God. Nope. That's not God. Nope. That's not the God that we read about in the Bible. Nope. No, it's he's white, clean, pure, forgiven, set free. Yep. That's the God that we're <laughs> yeah. that we're talking about. Yeah. So don't let people fool you into that. Never, and, ever. And, or Satan trick you into that because he's the accuser. There, he'll he'll keep bringing that up because he knows that yeah. that will trip us up. Yeah, so good yeah. stuff. God wants to do great things through you, and you can do that. So we love you guys, and thank you very much for tuning in today, for reading the Psalms with us. We're going to be back tomorrow for day one thirty-five, back to Second Samuel, and I think we're going to be bouncing back and forth between Second Samuel and the Psalms for a little while. So okay, sounds great. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye bye.